Hello, everybody. Welcome to Amen, where we have the power of God in anime on our sides. My name is Greg. Today, I'm joined by Nick, and we're coming at you with another movie review. And this time, we are doing another anime movie, even though we did one last month. And I know that we said that we we're going to alternate, but um, next month is going to be a special type of movie review, you know, having a little bit to mm-hmm. do with some of the holidays going on. Yeah, what's ho- what holidays going on? Dude, I don't know. I, I guess you got to check your calendars. Mm. But yeah, so that one's going to be a Christian movie. So we don't want to hit you with two, but I guess we're hitting you with two anime ones. Anyway, but whatever. And this week we chose to watch something uh, that's actually not very well known. Um, it is actually a Studio Ghibli Hayao Miyazaki film. It is Miyazaki, right? Mm-hmm. Miyazaki. Okay. Um, and uh, as as we all know, he's a very famous movie maker, anime movie maker, with like Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, Howl's Moving Castle, all those good things. Uh, but this is something that I, I guess I'd consider it like a fourth tier-ish Miyazaki movie. Like some people know, like everybody knows like, like Spirit Away, How's Moving Castle, and then like some people know like the other ones like Ponyo or Kiki's Delivery Service, and then like even further down it's like Pompoco Porcoroso, and then we got this one, which is from Up on Poppy Hill. Mm-hmm. And have you I did not this? know this one yeah. at all. Yeah, this I... was... <laughs> you told me this, and I was like, oh, what movie is this? It was like Studio Ghibli. I was like, I did not know they had a movie that came out in two thousand and eleven. Like. Oh dang! Why it's haven't I heard that of this? Recent? Yeah, it actually dang, is. That's crazy. like movie. Dang, okay, I I did not know that fact, but yeah, this is this is one of the ones that's not very much talked about, and I mean, I guess from this <laughs> this review, you'll understand why, or I guess maybe maybe it's going to be like a hidden gem type of uh, movie, mm-hmm. but yeah, I guess let's just how how do you how do you like this movie? I thought it was it was good. I wouldn't say it was like superior in any sense. It was a very slice of life mm-hmm. kind of they just do their thing. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I would rewatch it. Um at times I think it could have been bo- it if it was longer, I think it would have like drawn me out and I would have been bored, but I think w- with the amount of time they gave me like, I was pretty interested in the whole, like, plot and what was going on. So I think that was good. Hmm. But at the same time, like, I wouldn't say it would be anywhere near my favorites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about I'd, you, Greg? I'd, I'd probably have to agree with that. I think it's a fine movie. I think I'd watch it over some of the other movies that I have watched. Uh, but yeah, it is much, it's very much a slow movie. Um, it's not one of the action-packed Miyazaki films like Princess Mononoke or Spirited Away. And it's not one of the super spectacular um, type of movies like My Neighbor Totoro. It's it's set like, I don't, I don't know, nothing, nothing is necessarily too interesting about it. But I think that enough, the, the movie does enough right for me to... Yeah, stay focused and want to get to the conclusion. I think that mm-hmm. it sets up a lot of things well. And 
uh, one of the first things that it it kind of sets up, I guess, is the plot. And the plot's kind of interesting because it's split into the movie's basically split into two different um, plot lines. Uh, one of them are, is um, there are these kids, and you follow basically um, two students. One is named Umi, and one is named Shun, the uh, the girl and the guy characters here. And they, along with the rest of the school that they're a part of, are trying to basically restore a clubhouse that um, that the guys use uh, to do various activities. So it looks like they basically live there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're basically the school is going to tear it down to build a newer building, but they want to be able to keep it because it you know it means a lot to them. They've been doing their stuff there for a very long time and so it's very sentimental so part of the movie is them trying to do all that kind of stuff and the other half is kind of like a love story between our two lead characters except uh there there's a little bit of a wrinkle yeah uh, in that uh i think the i think i watched it on hulu hulu i think hbo i don't know one of the one of those sites and HBO Max. Yeah, HBO Max. The description was like, oh, these two characters come across a secret that might like <laughs> pull them apart. And I'm like, what could this possibly be? And the, for some reason, my first thought was like, did they find like some dead body in the town and it's like some part of a grander scheme? Um no. and it's very much not that. It's, it's uh not that at all. Yeah. Um Let's just say there there might there's potential um family tension uh within yeah. their relationship. And yeah, that's basically the other half is them working out this little love story cuz you know as they're working together to try to um they basically renovate their little clubhouse and uh to make to show the people that hey, this is this is a good building like it's not um, it's not worn down and doesn't need to be taken out uh, and as they're helping each other they start to develop feelings and and yeah it gets a little bit interesting yeah it's interesting <laughs> and i i actually kind of enjoy the the plots um i mean everybody knows by now i'm a very slice of life um and kind of like romance heavy reader and these kind of just hit all the points for what i like about those two genres like it's nothing like oh the world is going to end but we need a hero to come and save us it's it's just people trying to are this just people living their lives doing work and you know trying to keep something that's important to them and that's something that kind of i don't know if it, i i'd say resonates with me but it's something that i really enjoy uh within mm. a plot and i think that um, within this kind of story, uh, I think it's really important for the characters to kind of stand out and to carry along the drama of uh, whatever's going on. So how about you go through like the characters and what you think about them? All right. So we have our main girl, uh, Yumi. And uh, okay, for the plot, in the first 20 minutes, it's just her doing chores, her going to school... I was kind of bored, um, <laughs> but you get, <laughs> but because it's just all set up for the plot telling us that 
um, they're trying to get rid of this clubhouse, right? Mm-hmm. And I think for Yumi's character, you can see that she's very hardworking right off the bat. Um, so one thing that I didn't really notice at first is that um, her grandma owns a boarding house and she basically runs it with her. So she's cooking every day, she's cleaning up, um, she's taking care of the boarding house and making sure that everyone gets their food, uh, everyone wakes up for school, and she's a hard worker, and you can tell that just from the beginning. And I, I don't know, she's a very endearing character. She's not she's not ditzy like the girl that left through time. True. Because that, that character I did not like, but this <laughs> character was very... Like you, you could tell she's a hard worker. Like you love the person that works hard, mm-hmm. and like, um, you find out that she has like sort of feelings for the main character, um, just because of like how they interact with one another, and it's very endearing. And I think, yeah, overall, great character. She doesn't really do much other than bring brings a sense of responsibility on herself and she has like a very like tragic um family history that really helps progress the plot as well um you have the second main character uh shun and he is he's a chad you know i really like that character he, he as well. is he's a chad a, he is a chad but he's not like uh, a he's not a show-offy kind of chad he's not an arrogant yeah he's chad. not yeah he's very like i like i do what i love which is he's the, like the he runs the newspaper and he makes sure that like you know we get a good writer we get uh he's able to print and press you know and he's very hard working he's the boss he is the president of their club and everyone looks up to him and he's very much able to control a crowd and he is pressed on saving the clubhouse and I like him and you can see that the main character Yumi is very caring as well and Shun is very much like everyone loves him um he's very popular with the women in the school <laughs> like Yumi's sister loves him as well and for the next character I think he he has like he's probably like the next biggest role and everyone else doesn't really have that much of a big role <laughs> yeah but it's, it's I a think, two-man team yeah but we have our wingman Shiro who basically is the guy with glasses like he's a smart alex he runs the whole show and he respects his boss shun and i'm pretty sure like they're like best friends um just trying to save their club and he's just like yeah shun like we're i'm gonna help you through it out and yeah you and yumi can keep you know working together i'll make you guys make sure that this happens yeah and that's yeah that's that's like a great guy great character and what a guy yeah yeah he's a great guy so do you have anything to talk about for them um no i think i think he did a pretty good job it's it's hard it's hard to find somebody that you dislike in this story i think i think everybody's all the characters were yeah all the characters were endearing like they're nice yeah, Umi's like hardworking, responsible, and then brings like new and fresh ideas to the table. Shun is like the charismatic mm-hmm. leader who's like not afraid to go up and speak out his mind. And then Shiro is like the smart guy on the side who will like who supports Shun and like, oh, you want to do this? Well, like let's rally everybody else like to do this as well. 
and they just work mm-hmm. as like a great unit great chemistry between them dude they just this is yeah i i found them very endearing yeah i re- i did too and i really liked how the plot is like they're they're trying to find they're trying to fight for what they love which is their clubhouse and they're fighting against like the authorities which is like the school president or principal and it's just like them fighting for what they believe in which is like preserving history and i think that's a big part so we can probably go into themes now right mm-hmm. yeah yeah what'd you um, think and like the the biggest theme like nick said is the idea that um to be able to move like it's important to move forward uh but it's also important to remember where you came from now this movie was takes place right after the korean war right mm-hmm. um and i think after after every single like it doesn't it doesn't matter what war it is if you if you participate in a war i think there's a lot that changes um because of that no um, a lot of times people will go and then people will like die there. And then once they die, the people at home, it's going to be a, like a completely new um, life for them because now this very important person in their lives is missing. And so there's the idea of like constant change. And you see that, right? The president wants to um, create this new building, but, and he doesn't really care about what the old building means for the people who you know are there and yeah like nick said they fight for this building they fight for their history right trying to say that hey we can move forward right we can make this clubhouse i guess into what you want us to want what you would envision it to be like this clean new pristine place for students to gather and you know even though like right now it's bad we can work on it right you don't need to get rid of it to be able to move forward and I think another place where this shines is um, with Umi and her um, flag raising. Now, this is set up, this is shown, I feel like it's one of the first scenes in the movie where mm-hmm. she puts up these like flags and basically they are the kind of like signals to the boats. Like you can kind of think of them as like when when like a plane is landing and then you have like the people on the airstrip giving like waving their like uh the lights to signal oh you like come this way or like go that way um she continues to do this and you find out a little bit later in the movie that uh she learned this from her father and um you also learn very like pretty early in the movie that uh, her father is not there uh now for what reason you I'll, i'll leave that to you guys to find out but yeah she takes this history this thing that she was taught and she continues to do it into the future right some people are like hey why 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 are you doing this um and to some people it might seem like it doesn't really mean anything but to other people they see hey this is actually like very helpful i'm very touched by this flag raising this daily flag raising and i think that it's the same way when um when they fix up the clubhouse and then they and they tell the president, hey, like, come look at the clubhouse and we'll show you that, you know, you don't need to tear it down. And the president comes in and he's like, wow, this is great. Um, like, yeah, his, so basically, right, what it's saying is history doesn't need to be deleted for us to be able to move into the future. And a lot of times that history can be used to encourage people and be able mm-hmm. to be used as a stepping stone to the future. Um 
and I think this this has a lot of implications in our lives, right? Like, we never want to be able to, or we never want to forget what has happened to us, uh, but we also are required to move forward um, from a lot of things. Um, and mm. it's like talk about like traumatic events that like happen to people, um, and you know, so there's a there's like a saying, right? Um, forgive and forget. Like you, like once you've forgiven something, you forget about it. And I don't know. Sometimes I think about that, and I'm like, I, I, I just don't like it because I don't think you should ever forget. Now, does that mm. mean like it has to stop you from moving forward? No. Yeah. Does what Christ says, true? we just keep we keep forgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't say forgive and forget. We forgive seventy seven times. Jesus says. That's true. That's true. Jesus never said to forgive and forget. He just said to forgive. Mm-hmm. I mean, do mm-hmm. you have anything else you want to talk about for this theme? I think there is. So within the plot, um, so they're trying to save the the clubhouse, right? So legit, you'll find out in the beginning. They're just all boys. <laughs> all boys <laughs> are just living in that clubhouse. Where's all the girls? <laughs> Um, so you find so when Yumi comes in to the picture and starts helping them out, she brings all her girls all front and girls. center, cleans out the the whole place, and like I think there's a sense of unity within the school and within the characters, mm-hmm. um, because they're they're all now they're all fighting for this building to be preserved, um, which is really awesome, and I think that's something that. Um, you don't really see as much. I think they're like even now throughout the country, there's a lot of disunity. But I think like this show is like if we fight together, like things can be done, things can work out. Um, and we just they just it was it was just a really like nice moment where you see like like the interactions between the guy and girls within the clubhouse, just like uh clean cleaning up and making things new. So I think it was a like, very endearing and then that's i think that's one thing that i thought of mm-hmm. yeah so. i i like completely forgot about that but that's actually a very good point yeah there's a lot of talk mm-hmm. about there's yeah i think unity is very important being able to do things um together with other people and that yeah. that, that i think is also a trait that's shared among like many miyazaki films um which we might, mm. we might end up talking about at some point um but yeah i story-wise a lot of it, I I kind of dig. Um, it I at least in like the abstract, I kind of like it. You know, in practice, it might feel a little slow. Uh, it might dra- It might feel like it drags a little. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, I think where this movie really shines is in its production and in how you know the sound and in the animation and. I mean, Nick, I'll, I'll let you get a first shot at this because there's a lot that I want to say about this. All right. I probably don't have enough to say, but I'll, I'll, take, this, I'll take the board. Um, so I think for the production, too, Miyazaki is, all, is you know, the grandmaster of these things, of like this, these types of animations. Mm-hmm. Um, I will have to say that like, nothing really changed. Like, his animation style never really changes <laughs> mm-hmm. from, like, what, 30 years ago to 
to or like 40 years ago i think they, he's been doing it from like 1980s or something so even now i think um like two, this was a 2011 film nothing really has changed which is like i feel like good and bad in which i feel like he is preserving history he is preserving like his art style and his art like the the animation the, the shot composition is like me, like art pieces mm. like right. you can like pause at any kiss, time dude yeah really a chef's kiss like you can pause at like different moments and you're just like wow that could be the back that could be a painting or that can be part of like my desktop uh His de- desktop background yeah like actually and you can see like the the brushes or the the strokes within like the flowers within the backgrounds you can see like if something's really old you can tell just by the design which yeah i really i really appreciate it and i think miyazaki is always like he he's top like it's always top notch tier right mm-hmm. so i think for the sound design so the movie is in the 1960s and I felt very like there's a lot of old type of music. There's a lot of anthems that come on mm. whenever they sing for the school, um, and yeah, a lot of times when they just sing for the school, like they have, they'll be in the assembly and they'll start singing like their anthem. Um, they'll be presenting something and they'll sing their anthem, uh, and it's really nice. And then throughout the times when uh, Yumi's go shopping, there's always this one song that always plays. Um, like a 1960s kind of style of music. I can't really describe it, but mm-hmm. you'll hear it multiple times in the film. It's and funky. I thought that was pretty nice. Yeah, it's a little funky, but I feel like that's something on the you you might hear on the radio during that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. So overall like I really love the shot compositions. You can eat, if you see um one of the ships at the end it was a Ghibli, and I was like, yo, he's really putting himself <laughs> out there. Um, but, yeah, I love the subtlety that he has within um, all his shots, all the design, all the production. Uh, overall, it's a really well-developed movie. Um, so, yeah, that's all I can really say. What do you think, Greg? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, okay, so first, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to go with you on the sound part. So, when I watched this movie, right, I did not have the optimal watching conditions <laughs> it was either like frozen or lagging behind like the the actual video but the one thing that was consistent throughout it all was the audio and dude the audio made me feel it really brought me into like the setting i like you said i it seems like something that would like all the songs seem like things that would play during that time mm-hmm. um and yeah, the anthems really, really makes me feel like, once again, like that unity being a school. Um, and yeah, everything, I don't know. There's, there are a lot of songs too. Like, I feel like the girl who left through time had like four songs. This one had like so many comparatively, mm-hmm. I guess. And it just felt like a very rich soundtrack, which I don't know. It's always, it's always great to have. And I mean, the the most important thing I think this movie does well is definitely the like shot composition and the setting that all the settings basically. 
I don't know. Like I, even though my my video viewing experience was really bad, the the it managed to be like pretty decent quality in the parts where they enter the club room, and like I don't know if it's just been a while since I've watched a Miyazaki film or what, but I was absolutely blown away with the amount of detail that went inside mm-hmm. this club room, or this clubhouse, like. I it made me think that it was a real place like it looked detailed enough to like to make me think that it was a real place and that like it made me kind of want to be able to visit this place even though it's kind of like it's kind of nasty <laughs> it's yeah, very it nasty, nasty at the beginning but, but it's so nice it was yeah. so big it's ginormous yeah it's it's and you just want to be there <laughs> yeah just like imagine every single like all the ideas that like a 13 year old kid will want in a clubhouse that is unsupervised and it's just there <laughs> like it just looks so nice the, the yeah the amount of detail that goes into it is absolutely amazing and it makes me want to watch more miyazaki films mm. and dude the food the food was also really good like design wise mm-hmm. and i felt that even the landscapes and everything else was just amazingly well done yeah like, like he built he world builds like throughout the whole movie yeah um within the houses within yumi's house within the harbor within like the shops and within the clubhouse the clubhouse i think was definitely the biggest part yeah and i think something that's i think uh the mark of like a good um either like movie maker or like anime producer and all that kind of stuff i think is um like a really good way to tell if they're good or not is to look at how they make characters rooms um like does the character's room reflect who the character is and i think and like how much detail is in there and i think that that's something that um this movie actually does very well but yeah it 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 just looks so nice this movie looks so nice Mm -hmm. (laughs) i i can't tell you can't i can't express it um more than that but i think the one criticism that i would have is that character design wise i think it's a little bit lacking and i can uh, i can forgive a lot of it though because this is this is one of the more like realistic movies like it's not it's not like a crazy like supernatural fantasy world and so because of that people should look more or less similar but i don't know there's something about the faces that makes me feel like they didn't try that hard. Like, if you took Shun's face and you put it onto Umi, they'd look the exact same. Yeah, they would. Yeah, so if there's one complaint, I wish that they would make the characters a little more interesting looking. Like, this is not a movie where I'm going to remember what the character looks like in a few months. Mm. Um, some A lot of movies are, like, a lot better at it than than this one but yeah once again it's it's not trying to make everybody stand out and make everybody flashy and all that kind of stuff but yeah that Mm. that's a complaint that i do have yeah sometimes if you pause the video at like certain points where like characters are further distanced it just looks like a smiley face like they just just put like two dots and like yeah yeah, they just put like a smile and that's it like uh it's not like well detailed or anything which I guess they weren't trying to, but 
if you look at other shots, they're they're amazingly pretty and everything, but these shots are just like they're kind of funny. I just have yeah. to like point that out. Yeah, like the what like for everything good that this movie does with its landscapes and its scenery, like it kind of skimps out on for its characters. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay, based on this review, I feel like it doesn't necessarily reflect how we feel <laughs> when we sit, when we talked about it at the beginning. So, yeah. yeah, I guess would you would you recommend this to other people then? After going through like everything that we just talked about, not going to lie, I probably would have recommend something else. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think this is good if you want to watch more Studio Ghibli, but I wouldn't recommend it for someone that wants to watch like an animated movie. I think there's a lot better animated movie out there um so i think like you watch spirited away like multiple times because it's just so good um you could watch like um castle in the sky house Moon castle told my my neighbor tortoro um you can watch a bunch of other movies like um was it silent voice your name like i think these are the ones that you recommend to people but i don't think up from Poppy Hill would be something you recommend. I think it's just a feel-good kind of movie if, like, you're just bored one day, and you're just like, oh, Studio Ghibli. And you're like, I love Studio Ghibli's movies, so let's watch it. Um, as we said earlier, this really is a fourth-rate movie. I wouldn't say that it was that great, but I think when we look at it in the bigger picture, it it's a really good movie. Um, which with really good pictures, with really good production, um, but I don't think it was as interesting or as recommended a bowl to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and unfortunately, I have to agree. Um, it's like for for everything, yeah, for everything that this movie does well, the biggest factor that goes against it is the fact that it's not; it's just not that gripping. Mm. like you can make slower stories uh you can make more slice of life stories that just feel more interesting because of the small character dramas that happen um within it because of um some more like themes that are are more interesting and kind of more um interwoven within it and this one just feels average mm. in that sense like it has a lot going for it but it's it doesn't feel that way when you're viewing the entire movie i think that it spaces out a lot um spaces out a lot of time uh or gives a lot of time to do for like a lot of different things and i think it's a focus on you know the fact that it is more slice of life that kind of lends itself to that so Definitely, if you're looking for an engaging movie, something that's not Slice of Life, definitely steer mm. clear of this. But I think if you're looking for something with Slice of Life, if you're more in it for the animation um, and for like the music instead of the plot necessarily, I think this would be like a fairly decent uh, movie to watch. And I actually do like it more than a few other Studio Ghibli films. I like it more than Pompoko, which is. I hated Pompoko. 
and Kiki's delivery service. I I like this much more than Kiki's delivery service. Uh, which I think, I think we I think we liked this better than the girl who left through time. <laughs> I personally liked it more than the girl who left through time. What do you think? I think they're about the same. I think I like them for different reasons. I might like this one more than the girl who left through time. Yeah, uh, just just slightly though, just slightly. Mm. Um. Uh, yeah, I I can feel that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think if I I think if I watched it in like how you're supposed to watch it i might like it even more but yeah i it, it does it does some things well i wouldn't it's not on my it's definitely not on the top of my list of recommended mm-hmm. movies but um if for for people looking for very specific things i think this fits the tickets yeah um, i think this was very sweet and simple yeah. that's how i'll say it sweet and simple although although my one complaint about it uh, it gets a little bit melodramatic near the end, mm. uh, just like a little bit, but that's it's whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you have anything else you want to talk about? No, I think that's basically it. I would give it a seven point five if I were to rate it. I I I I agree with you. Seven point five is a very average rating. For this fairly average movie. Average movie, yeah. So yeah, there you have it. That's our review of from Up on Poppy Hill. Um, next next time we're going to be doing this is going to be uh, early April. So Ooh. so watch out for that. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for things that you want us to watch, uh, just let us know. I don't know. Send us an email at amenpodcast2 at gmail.com or... Uh, you guys definitely know who we are or know somebody yeah. related to us. So just so just let us know through through the grapevine. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. We are Amen, and with the power of God and anime on our sides, we hope to see you next time. Peace. Amen. Amen. <laughs>